You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 17, The Ultimate Gift for Your Kids. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Happy December. This is a really exciting month for me and my family. My older daughter, Marissa, is becoming a bat mitzvah this month. So for those of you who don't know what that means, bat mitzvah literally translates from Hebrew to daughter of commandment. So when a Jewish girl turns 12, she has all the rights and obligations of a Jewish adult, including fulfilling hundreds of commandments of the Torah. And technically, she's already a bat mitzvah because she's already 12. She's almost 13. But we're marking the occasion now by having a religious ceremony and inviting friends and family to come celebrate with us. So I'm extremely excited, and it's a very meaningful and special milestone. December is also Hanukkah. We're already into Hanukkah, and Christmas is coming, and winter break, and New Year's Eve. So lots of stuff going on, lots of family and celebration. And before we dive into today's topic, I want to quickly read two of the iTunes reviews that came in last week. The first is from Alex05612, and she wrote, I'm not a mom, but hope to be sometime soon. I've been listening to this at work and really been enjoying it. I'm a pretty anxious, nervous person, and I found that a lot of what's discussed in this podcast can be applied to other situations in life, not just parenting. It has also opened my eyes to my own childhood and why my mom may have parented in the way that she did. I think this podcast could be super helpful to many people. I'm happy I found it. Yes. Thank you so much for that. I'm so happy you found it too. It's true that most of what I talk about can be applied to different situations and relationships. It's not just about having kids because I'm not focused on the kids, right? I'm focused on you and your brain and how your thoughts create your experiences. And I love that you said that you have a better understanding of what your mom may have gone through. It feels so much better to live from a place of understanding and compassion than from judgment. So thank you again. And then Bronx Master said, just the right length, exactly to the point, practical and how-to in the perfect way. My wife suggested I listen as well, and I'm glad I do. I'm in. Awesome, Bronx Master. You're right to the point too. Um, Mamas, you can suggest that your husbands or your partners or your parents listen and get some insight into their own lives, right? Yeah, it's got something for everyone here on the Less Drama More Mama podcast. Okay. So thank you both really for taking the time to leave a review. It really means a lot to me. And if you're getting value from this podcast too, please leave a review in iTunes and let me know. And it helps the podcast get in front of other people when you leave a review so more people can have access to these tools. Okay. Today, I want to talk to you about the ultimate gift for your kids and for you too, as a matter of fact. And that is your emotional and mental well-being. And the reason I want to talk about this is because there really is no better gift than that. 
I'm sorry, but no Lego set, no Xbox, no vacation, no iPhone, not even a car can compare to having a mom that's mentally and emotionally healthy. I mean, of course, your physical health is extremely important too, right? Exercising, eating healthy foods, getting enough sleep, that all contributes to good mental and emotional health. But we already know so much about that. And there really isn't as much conversation about good mental and emotional health other than talking about what it isn't. There's tons of information out there about mental illness and emotional disorders and pathology, but not as much about the characteristics of mentally and emotionally healthy people. And by the way, good mental and emotional health isn't the same as always being happy. Remember in episode nine, I talked about the balance of emotions, how part of being a human is experiencing the full range of human emotions, 50% positive, 50% negative. So if good mental and emotional health isn't just about being happy or not being diagnosed with a disorder, then what is it? And do you have it? That's what I'm going to be talking about today. Now, these terms, mental health and emotional health, they're often used interchangeably, but they're not exactly the same thing. Mental refers to your thoughts and your ability to process information. It's the way you think about and perceive a situation. And emotional refers to your ability to express the feelings you experience based on those thoughts and perceptions. So they're always working together. Think back to episode six, where I introduced you to the self-coaching model, that CTFAR model. And that tells us that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive all of our actions, which create our results. Being mentally and emotionally healthy isn't about never experiencing negative emotions like anxiety, frustration, or anger. It's about how you respond to those emotions. It's about your ability to cope with stress, process your emotions, accomplish personal goals, and maintain healthy and meaningful relationships. So in order to do these things, you have to understand how your brain works. The human brain is so amazing. Do you know this? (laughs) Your brain is designed to protect you and keep you safe. Our primitive brains, the lower brain, animal brain, whatever you want to call it, has three basic goals that motivated us and kept us alive back when we were evolving as a species. These goals are known as the motivational triad. Okay, so these goals, these three goals in the motivational triad are to, number one, seek pleasure, number two, avoid pain, and three, conserve energy. So we would seek pleasure by connecting with other people and procreating, right? A little bit of food brought us so much pleasure back in the day, okay? We sought warmth when it was cold. That gave us pleasure. Obviously, we always wanted to avoid pain because pain or injury at that time could very well equal death. And we wanted to conserve our energy for when we really needed it, like if we needed to outrun a tiger or go long periods of time without food or water. Now, our world has changed considerably over the centuries, but our brains haven't. So in the world we live in now, we no longer have to go out and seek pleasure. Pleasure is everywhere. 
Like, we don't need to go out and hunt for our food. We just pick up the phone and it's at our door in 30 minutes or less, <laughs> right? There are like 15 different types of Cheerios alone in the cereal aisle. The amount of pleasure we get from food is off the charts. Nowadays, we don't face the same kind of pain and danger that we had to avoid in order to survive, but our brains still think that we do. So it avoids any negative emotion or discomfort we might feel. And as a result, we don't know how to handle our emotions or when we feel even the slightest bit uncomfortable. And we conserve so much energy that most of us don't even bother setting personal goals because it seems like too much work. Instead, we sit on the couch and scroll through Pinterest or Instagram for hours at a time. So the motivational triad that kept us alive as a species is now killing us and causing so many problems. So we need to do the exact opposite of what got us here to get us to the next level of human evolution. You with me? Instead of seeking comfort, we need to seek growth. Instead of avoiding pain, we need to embrace and allow it. And instead of conserving our energy, we need to generate more of it and take massive action to achieve our goals. Okay, so how do we do this? We have to manage and supervise our brains. As humans, we have the distinct privilege to be able to think about what we think about. We can use our prefrontal cortex, that upper part of the brain that I call the wise owl, to observe our thoughts and the emotions that they cause. When your brain goes unsupervised, it's like a toddler running around with a Sharpie. Okay, when my daughter Dahlia was a toddler, I was in the kitchen cooking or doing the dishes or something, and I noticed that it was very quiet in the next room. So I went into the dining room where she was, and I had just like a week before this recovered all of my dining room chairs with this really pretty um, pale blue fabric. And there was Dahlia. I can still picture her standing there in her onesie with her little chubby legs sticking out, holding a green Sharpie in her hand. And she had drawn on every single one of my eight dining room chairs. Didn't miss a one. God bless her. <laughs> and I'm proud to say I, I didn't yell at her. I didn't really even get angry, actually. I, I just took away the marker, got the fabric cleaner and a rag out of the kitchen cabinet, and started cleaning. Now, those chairs never did get back to their original color, but at least you can't see the scribbles all over them anymore. So anyway, as I was saying, when you don't supervise your brain, when you just let it run on autopilot or default, it's like a toddler running around with a Sharpie. But when we understand how our brain is designed, we can manage it and use it to our advantage. So that's why as a coach, I teach you how to do this by first taking a look at what your current thoughts are and what they're creating for you. And then by helping you reprogram your brain with the information you want it to know and believe on purpose, right? The way you choose to think about your life and the way you handle your emotions will determine your mental and emotional well-being. I remember when I was a little girl, what I wanted most in the world was for my parents to be happy and healthy. I worried about my mom's physical health and my dad's emotional health a lot. I wanted them to take care of themselves. And I remember thinking, if something happens to them, what's going to happen to me? I think most kids 
have that thought at one time or another about one or both of their parents. I've spent the last 20 years working with kids and families, and I can tell you that kids need and want a mom who loves herself and her life. They want a mom who takes care of herself and her body, who doesn't try to escape her emotional life with food, alcohol, work, or other false pleasures. They want a mom who's present and interested in in their lives, but not needy or overbearing. A mom with friends and interests and goals for herself outside of being a mom. Now, please don't misunderstand and hear me say that your kids want you to be some kind of perfect unicorn. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. In fact, the opposite is true. They don't want a perfect mom. They want a human mom. A mom who admits her shortcomings and wants to learn and grow from her mistakes. They need you to be imperfect and love yourself anyway so that they can love and accept their own imperfections. This is why good mental and emotional health is the ultimate gift you can give your kids. My coaching program is currently three months long. And let me tell you what you can accomplish in three months. Okay, that's 90 days of self-reflection and self-coaching and practicing different thoughts so you can feel better and create the life you most desire. When we work together, I'm not interested in talking about your past. I'm interested in your future. Where do you see yourself one, five, ten years from now? What would you like to be different a year from now when you're looking back on 2019? You may not even know, and that's okay. I want to help you figure it out and create a plan for you to achieve it. You deserve to feel empowered, confident, and at peace in your life. And your kids deserve that for their mom. If you're ready to take your life to the next level and blow your own mind when it comes to what you can accomplish, I want to invite you to get on the phone with me for 30 minutes and let me tell you more about how we can make that happen. The consultation's free, so you've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. That sounds so cliche, right? But it's true. This is a gift you give yourself, your kids, and everyone else in your life. And once you have these tools, you'll have them forever. Now, I want to say, I may not be the right coach for you. It doesn't have to be me. But having a really good coach can change your life. I've had several And each one has helped me move through a different phase of my life and come out stronger and more confident on the other side. There are many amazing life coaches that specialize in so many different areas. So find the one that's right for you and just go for it. You won't regret it. I promise. If you're ready to make 2019 your best year yet and give your kids the gift they'll cherish forever, go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and grab a spot on my calendar. I can't wait to talk to you. All right. That's it for today, mama. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.